Welcome to Faith, Reason, and Geekdom. I'm Roger. My brothers and sisters in Christ join us every Thursday as we work out these three perspectives in our everyday lives. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Today, I'm going to be going solo. We got a litany of topics. It's back once again. A lot of news to get into. We're going to talk about the new Guardians of the Galaxy 3 trailer. We're going to talk about the tragedy in North Carolina County. Power going off for thousands of people. We're going to talk about marriage, the marriage bill. We're going to talk about the Flash. We're going to talk about a so, so much stuff. Balenciaga, you know, Zelensky declaring war so to speak on the uh, ukrainian orthodox church or trying to at least persecute doom we're going to get them we're going to get to all of that up today and i'm going to need your guys help please subscribe rate share on apple podcast spotify i really we really do appreciate you guys listening please share us around we really do appreciate that and thank you guys for listening let's jump right in there's a lot of news topics to get into so once again the litany of topics coming up next the first story i want to get into is the president of ukraine Zelensky, essentially persecuting or trying to downgrade or put pressure on the ukrainian church in ukraine it's a tricky situation there are multiple different churches but the second biggest is the russian moscow authority-led ukrainian orthodox church Third is the Catholic, which make up, of course, Catholic Eastern Orthodox Ukrainian and the Latin Rite Catholics. They're the third Catholics. And then, of course, you have the just proper Ukrainian Orthodox Church, which is primarily gets authority from the Ukrainian church. And the president Zelensky is trying to put in motion criminal investigations and trying to stamp out what it believes is a pro-Russian element within the ukrainian orthodox orthodox church that gets his authority from the moscow now there was raids that had been happening different areas church services being interrupted imagine these guys coming in with guns blazing well not not not, sorry not guns no one shooting but brandishing so to speak guns security agents now they're going all over the various different churches trying to search do search and captures. Supposedly, they found weapons. They're trying to say they found spies. And this is very tricky. A little bit of backdrop between this whole thing that's going on with the, the churches in Ukraine is this idea, maybe you guys have heard it, of the Third Rome being Russia, uh, a Rousseau, Rousseau or whatever they call it. It's, it's a theological or political idea, mainly political and theological that of course you have rome right the roman empire obviously the first rome right the second rome is constantinople and there's this political and theological concept that moscow is the successor to those two and so this idea that russia has authority and it's going to be one of the last christian nations to protect against the evils of Western culture. Now, obviously, I think this is wrong, but I will say that there's a lot of bad things I don't like about our current culture, especially America colonizing with the crazy radical ideas. Unfortunately, Canada and all the culture of death that I don't want spreading out. If that's going to be our legacy to spread out these culture of death with abortion and, and 
the LGBT change, sex change and hormones and all of this stuff and this anti-God mentality. I don't want that spreading else all over. So I see a tiny bit on the, the Eastern side of saying that they're one of the last Baskins. They're going to be the last savior of Christianity, but I deny that they have the authority obviously to do all this. And a little bit of the Orthodox church, they have different claims. Obviously Moscow claims that they are the head of the Eastern Orthodox church. So they want the people in Ukraine that are the Moscow led Ukrainian Eastern Orthodox church to fall in line. And Ukraine is getting kind of nervous that they may be spies. They may be Harvard trying to disrupt the country and this persecution is starting, but the Ukrainian Orthodox Church, they've been having troubles for years, even prior to the whole Ukrainian-Russian conflict. The Metropolitan in Ukraine has denounced this so-called war on his priests, and they even had little battles within, little political, religious battles within, trying to make themselves more independent the Ukrainians kind of want to make themselves apart from the Moscow-led Orthodox Church. And Catholics are kind of a little bit familiar with the Eastern Orthodox. It's very complicated. There's no one person kind of like the Pope. There's not that one person that could hold everything down or be the, the leader among leaders and be the, the final say, the final authority. What do you do if you have Ukraine and... There's a church, the Ukrainian Orthodox Church of the Moscow Patriarch, right? Where they get the authority through, in union with the Orthodox Church as a whole, but through the Moscow authority. And again, it's the second biggest in the country to stifle religious freedoms or to persecute them, I think is a wrong, bad move. And there hasn't been hard evidence that there are spies or weapons or anything like that in these churches. A lot of the churches in this type are getting attacked, are saying, hey, look, we're Ukrainian. We're getting attacked, too. We're not traitors just because we get the authority through the Moscow authority, so to speak. And so I think this is unjust. So it's, it'll be interesting to see what happens here. The Flash, the movie set to come out in June 2023, has moved up its release date. Now, Warner Brother adds that they are going to move it up one week. This is very interesting. It's going to fall in line right with the holidays. It's going to move out of a stack, stack month in June. June is very, very good. It's going to be an exciting month for movies. You have Transformers, the new one coming out. You have Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the sequel to the Oscar-nominated, Oscar-winning, I believe, animated film. The new Pixar movie, Elemental. You have Indiana Jones 5, which actually looks really good if you guys haven't seen the trailer. It's a very stacked month for June 2023. And The Flash has moved up. Now, there's, of course, have been many stuff going on with Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller, I don't know why I said Miller, but I put an accent. I was like Ezra, Ezra Miller, who has been in a lot of trouble. You have the video of pushing a woman several years ago, um, all the arrests that he's been having, breaking in, assaulting people in Hawaii, doing all these dangerous burglary charges in Vermont, stealing from the liquor store. He has put on notice 
in Warner Brothers. Some would say he, they should have took care of this a long time ago and is ruining this franchise because so far, Michael Keaton, Ben Athlete, this is going to be stacked. You have Supergirl coming in here. But from all intents and purposes, Warner Brothers have said that this is a really, really good movie. The director of It is the one that's helming this project of It and It Chapter 2. And a lot of good buzz around and the people who have seen this. And so Warner Brothers is extremely confident in this movie. And I cannot wait to see the Flash movie. Apart Ezra Miller, all the nonsense and the mess that he's been going through, that's going to be tough. But I could learn to separate the person in the movies from the actual real life. So his off-screen behavior has been horrific and terrible. And as far as only the movie as concerned, all intents and purposes say that this is great movie. One of one of Warner Brothers' favorite scripts. And I cannot wait. And this shows confidence that they're moving this movie up a week. I know it's only seven days, but that's very big. It's going to be in a good spot, I believe. It's going to be moved out of the way. It's kind of getting further away from Indiana Jones 5. When this movie comes out, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be watching it on IMAX, all of that. I want to talk about the House Democrats bill blocking the Religious Liberty Amendments to the so-called same-sex marriage bill that had gotten re recently passed in the House and Congress, this bipartisan bill that had you know, Republicans and all the Democrats. A lot of people think this could be used as a Trojan horse, which I think it definitely can. This is something that is very controversial, and people who say, well, it doesn't matter. The law can be a teacher, and standards and a bar and societal standards are important. What somebody does in their own time, you know, for the most part, if it's safe and it's not going to, you know, against kids or it's not doing anything way crazy, for the most part, you know, do whatever you want in the privacy of your home home. I don't really care. Well, actually, I do care more from a moral standpoint. Of course, I want you to choose the good, right? Freedom is not the ability to do what you want, when you want, with who you want. Uh, freedom, real freedom, is the ability to be free to choose what you ought to do. So in that sense, of course, but really, it's America, whatever. You want to do whatever you want in your own home. But what I have a problem with is when the law tries to teach certain things, and if certain things are legal or not illegal, that does have a sway to some extent also culturally setting a cultural standard saying hey this marriage is not the same as that marriage this uh, family situation is not equal to this family situation or what have you uh, that's where i think we get into dangerous territories because as aristotle said we are man is a political animal a social animal no one man is an island unto himself so these things really really matter and the decision that happened just several years ago to open up, to redefine what marriage was, I think this is very devastating and it's going to have ramifications for decades to come. What is marriage, right? And I like that. So there's a, a moral Catholic theologian, William May, William B. May, and he gives a definition that I like. And I think the way he words it, it's pretty good. It's pretty clear. 
So the way he particularly words it, I think fits the catechism of the Catholic church. It fits natural theology, natural law, which predates the Catholic church. So it's not just purely a religious thing. You can be opposed to redefining marriage apart from religious arguments. What this Catholic moral theologian says, the way he words it is marriage is uh, that which unites men and women to one another and to any children that may proceed from their union. And I think that's very clear because, again, you see men and women, right, like a piece of a puzzle. They fit, right? The sexual organs systems are made for something. Our respiratory system is made for our own. Our digestive system is made for our own. But our sexual system, our sexual organs, organs are made for something and they're all made for our body, right? Like our liver is made for us, kidneys made for us, except a particular strange organ, our sexual organ. It's strange that our sexual organs make no sense apart from another apart from complementarity of the woman, those organs are made not for us only, they're for someone else. So the woman's sexual organs were made to be complementary towards the man and the man vice versa. So obviously throughout history, we recognized, hey, when a man goes with a woman and becomes intimate, there's usually a children or child come do that. Well, we can't have man going around just leaving them helpless with the women. So even back to the cavemen, even thousands and thousands of years ago, we recognized, hey, there should be something that kind of unites, that forces the man to take care of his responsibilities. Otherwise, you just go around and society would be in a very bad shape if men weren't tied to the women and the children that they made, right? It makes sense. It's logical. It makes rational sense. Also, too, there's a big caveat that says may proceed from their union so children may come so this covers the it's by nature right so if someone says a woman like well i'm infertile uh does that mean i'm not a woman or am i i'm infertile does that mean we're not married well it's through no fault of your own and your nature is to bear children right of an even if you're infertile even if you're a man and there's something wrong and you can't have children it's still in your nature too just because something happens doesn't mean we could throw out the definition like woman, like, you know, the woman, a woman is of a nature to procreate, right? That has that nature. Even if you can't bear children, you're still of that nature. So I like how it says may proceed doesn't always have to be because of course, obviously, and married marriage isn't only for procreation, but that is foundational thing that it may be procreative. There has to be a union, a oneness, right? When the man and woman get together, there must be a union. That's why you have to consummate the marriage, right? It's physically impossible. Uh, a man and a man engaging in sexual-like behavior, that's not sex. That's by definition, they're, they're not having sex. Uh, a woman, it's impossible for a woman to have sex with a woman, it just can't happen by philosophically, uh, biologically. It just, it's not sex. They're doing sexual like things, but they can never be united. A man can never unite with another man, but a, a man and a woman can. And that oneness is uniting. I like Trent Horn. He says, this, I don't know if he came up with it, but I know he says it a lot. Trent Horn, uh, one of my favorite Catholic apologists. 
he talks about how if he's at a dentist or he's at a surgery or some doctor and the doctor, you know, sticks his, his finger in his mouth, they're not united by oneness, right? They're, you know, he's having surgery. The doctors, the surgeon sticks his, his hand in his ribs. They're not united in oneness, right? That only happens in the sexual relationship between man and a woman. The marital act achieves the one flesh union and so-called gay marriage it can't it's impossible and the nature of what is marriage it's an actual thing you can't say a married bachelor you can't say a, a square triangle you know nothing like that it's nonsense words if you say uh, same-sex marriage or gay marriage that doesn't mean anything that's not a thing why would the state even have a business in getting in between two people that love each other. If you think about that, right? You're like, yeah, I kind of get that side. I'm like, yeah, why would the government get legal documents? And why does the government care who you love or whatever? Well, I would agree with that, that they have no business. They have no say if, if marriage does not mean anything, but if marriage is the backbone of society and if marriage ties the man and the woman together and ties them to the children that may occur, well, then, yeah, countries do have a vest in that relationship. They have an investment in that relationship, in that union, in that marriage. The state recognizes that it is good. It's good for society. It's good for the country. It's good for the workforce. It's good for moral uh, morality, uh, Marriage, it must be monogamous, right? Two people only. It must be lifelong. Um, it must be faithful, fruit-giving. These are the standards of marriage and that we're in danger of destroying definitions of a new kind. And it does make it a meaningless. It does make it meaningless. It does. Why, why two people? Why not three people? Why not four people? Or why not get married and then you don't love each other. You find someone, there's another woman, she's hotter. You can go over there. Like, why is it like that? And one of the main elements of a marriage is sex. So how do we know if we're using it the right way? A good example is food. Food is to get calories inside of you, nutrients, but it's not only for that, right? It's not only. We can do it for being in community, enjoying food but there's a disorder to overeating or eating for other circumstances or we can misuse the act of eating definitely and that that's what we would say that it's not ordered correctly right it's disordered sex is a marital act vaginal intercourse and that's it everything else you're using it wrong and it doesn't always have to lead the children but it must be open for life and this law kind of normalizing so-called same-sex marriages, it is impossible for a woman and woman to have a baby, a man and a man have a baby. And I think it's very dangerous. We must use the sexual organs, what they're for, and we must not change the definition of marriage. And we talk about the North Carolina County and actually a little bit of good news. It looks like they're going to be able to restore the power a little bit sooner than expected. Now, this is, again, this is in Moore County. This is horrible. It was a deliberate attack on the, the stations of the power line companies. 
or attack on two area substations. Over 45,000 people have been left in the dark. And please pray. Obviously, we got to pray for the restoration of the power, the light, the people to get warm, the people to get food. I lived through like a few days of no power back in a winter storm, and it was horrible. It was worse, and it was only like four days of no power. I almost froze. It's crazy. So please keep them in your prayers. But this was damaged by a deliberate attack with gunfire. And this is in, this is dangerous. This is scary right now. Because if you shut down our grids, power, that could be devastating for a country. So we should have more security on these. So this emergency situation happening, we have to do better. And so a lot of people have gotten their power turned back on as of Wednesday. And so hopefully more people will come out of that. But it's kind of interesting that as soon as this happened, there was this rumor that it was a right-wing extremist uh, protesting a drag queen show. And they're the ones who, there's there's no evidence at all for that, at all. There's no evidence, but yet people are sharing it around, saying that this was a right-wing attack. They are the ones that attacked this power in Moore County in North Carolina and there's like no evidence for that at all. There's no fact checking. There's none of that. And it reminds me of the horrific shooting in the Q nightclub that happened several weeks ago. Horrific, horrific, sad tragedy. And right away, oh, it's a right wing. It's because of the the people that are anti-trans. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, the shooter is non-binary. And shh, it just went away. The the <laughs> The news just kind of magically turned around. It, it just went away like dust in a wind. It just disappeared because it didn't fit the narrative. And there's always trying to say, oh, it's because of this. It's because it's right wing people are attacking. Like, no, that's there's no evidence for that. So and of course, I don't even trust the media. So a little bit of good news. Hopefully, um, like I said, it, it looks like some of their power uh, will be restoring back a little sooner than expected because it was going to be for a long haul. So. Thank God, praise God to that. But let's also stop the misinformation of the stuff going on. All right, now I want to get into a little bit of Marvel news and the new trailer, brand new trailer for the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 just dropped. And I'm going to do a little trailer reaction slash commentary. So let's go ahead and... All right, here we go. We were gone for quite a while. New uniforms? But no matter what happens next. New ship. The this galaxy is our third. needs its guardians. Yeah, it's the third ship that they have. Hello! We come in peace. A lot of creatures. Animal creatures, kinda. Seriously, dude? No, don't turn the head. Right with the ball. Good music dead. choice. Space hogs in the meantime. Nighty song. We have been running our whole lives. Cinematography is good. Pete, I'm done running. Ooh, the big bad. High evolutionary. Fly away together. One last time. We love you. 
somebody's dying. That beautiful sky. I wonder who's gonna die. Somebody. Ooh. Will Coulter and Adam Warlock. He looks amazing. This looks way. fantastic. Kill anyone. Kill a few people. Kill no people. Kill one guy. <laughs> one stupid guy who no one loves. Now you're just <laughs> making it sad. <laughs> oh, man. The cinematography, the picture, the cinema. Oh, somebody's dying. Adam Warlock. Will Poulter looks amazing. The High Evolutionary. Oh, man. This is going to be awesome. This is going to be good. I, I can't wait to see this. It's going to be awesome. This is going to be fantastic. This is really engaging. I cannot wait to see that. This movie's going to come out. It's going to... I loved part one. Part one was one of my favorite Marvel movies of, of all their phase. What, what is the phase two? I think I believe phase two or phase three, but one of my favorites of all the ranking top 10 Marvel movies. And this trailer was really good. Of course, like I said, love the color, love the cinematography, the James Gunn humor, Drax, Starler looks amazing. This looks like it's going to be very emotional, very impactful. You had the big bad villain in there. I, I don't know this. There's nothing I more I can say. James Gunn, um, I like a lot of his movies. Slither, if you guys haven't seen that, that's a really good James Gunn movie. Of course, did The Suicide Squad, what, two years ago, or a year ago came out. Can't wait. This is going to be his final movie. He's now, uh, along with Peter Safran, he is now the head CEO of the new DC Studios that's been commissioned by the new Warner Brothers and Discovery Takeover. So, so excited. I can't wait for that. Now, I want to talk about this Balenciaga mess that's going on with the horrible, inappropriate photos of the children in bondage. You have in one of the clips, somebody put one, a reference for actual court case for the child pornography court case years ago. That is not an accident. That's on purpose. That's horrible. And so Balenciaga had had a $25 million lawsuit against the producers of this campaign that they supposedly say they weren't a part of and they didn't know well they just dropped it they just dropped it so what does that say so again this fashion house is promoting this sexual sexualization grooming of children's and the attorneys are like oh we're gonna file this we're gonna file this in, in new york and all this stuff doing this paperwork and the ceo saying oh yeah you know we're we're, we're, we're gonna do this and all of a sudden oh well actually we're not we decided not to pursue litigation is the president and CEO of Balenciaga. And this was crazy. And again, this was only November 25th is when they first, when they first set that out and, and all this whole mess and the firestorm. And, but all of a sudden um, they're kind of just dropped it and celebrities, nobody's really came out against it. Kim Kardashian is like, well, I'm very disappointed and that's it. That was nothing else. There's no outrage. People get, canceled for like stuff that they posted or stuff that they said decades ago decades ago and but this horrific again you purposely put an article of reference in the background of the actual court case of the child pornography you put the kids in bond like this is unacceptable and the court should get involved celebrities they're showing their colors by not even making this a big deal. This should be a big deal. 
teddy bears and the bondage gears and all that like a few celebrities denounced it barely like wimpy spineless people not even saying anything this is like horrific there needs to be some more action there needs to be more outrage with this because look there's conspiracies that say it's this and that and it's deep and blood sex cults and all this stuff of course you know there's i'm not saying that there's that uh but there's elements of truth in all those things like there are elites jeffrey epstein he had an island right a whole island he had many people on his list many people who went to an island uh has anyone been arrested no has any celebrities or elite or the politicians been arrested from Jeffrey Epstein fallout in the island? No. Are there celebrities? Are there multi-million dollar companies that do this? There's many. You have Balenciaga doing this stuff, grooming children. There is a real conspiracy to groom children and just do this horrific stuff that you don't even want to think about. There are, there are elements of truth in all this. You can't say that there isn't. Again, just Epstein, that's all I have to say. That's the latest one. And it goes deeper than him too. You cannot say that there is a perversion going on in the elites. You cannot say that, that there is this conspiracy because it is true. There are stuff like this going on. And speaking of horrific stuff, the Catholic Student Center in Nebraska received a death threat, a shooting threat signed by Jane's Revenge. If you don't know who Jane's Revenge is, it's a pro-choice activist group and so one of the campus ministries in the university of nebraska you know had said that they got this note and it was from jane's revenge uh, the very very pro-abortion activists let me see what they have to say so this is from one of the note that was posted this is from the note if our right to abortion is taken away due to the attempt to pass an abortion ban and gets passed we will shoot up your newman center with our new ar 74 rifles sincerely change revenge and that's what the notes that said so that was addressed to father dan edwards he's the pastor at the saint john paul second newman center and this is a threat there's been many tactics and threats against pro-life organizations and the fbi doesn't really care they're like, yeah huh, ah, you know whatever it's like ah, it, yeah that's that's nothing it's no big deal there's been threats there's been vandalisms there's been vandalizations of places the emergency pregnant centers have been attacked this this is crazy and of course you have friend of the show who actually was on the show several months ago it's the president of the pro-life for students for life shared her the note on social media good job on her for trying to address this Kristen hawkins good job on her for sharing this let's see what Kristen hawkins had shared she put Breaking, Jane's revenge threatens to shoot pro-lifers. This morning in Nebraska, our team arrived at our SFL Action Political Leadership Workshop, where we are gathered, where we are gathering activists from across the state to strategize about how to use at Student for Life's campaign for abortion, free cities to shut down the late-term abortion facilities in the state. When we arrived, a threat, a death threat via via guns from Jane's Revenge was posted on the door. We've called the police and are scrambling to make it safe. We are headed towards tragedy if the U.S. Attorney Garland continues to refuse to act to protect peaceful pro-lifers from pro-abortion terrorist groups. Sadly, 
the incendiary comments of our leaders like Hillary Clinton yesterday comparing pro-lifers to the Taliban is in case in point the poison political climate being deliberately fostered by corporate abortions and their allies, Kristen Hawkins adds. So once again, friend of the show, loved having her on. Can't wait to maybe in the future have her on again. So I want to make it clear that this can't be tolerated. We have to have men stand up. We have to have women stand up. And if you guys have any information, contact the local authorities. Okay, and we want to wrap it up with this news. Number one on Netflix, just streaming, Bullet Train. Now, Netflix's latest victory is comes by way of Bullet Train. It came out in theaters in the past summer, but now it's on Netflix's top 10 movies in the U.S. And it's now streaming. So if you guys have that, you can go ahead and stream Bullet Train on Netflix. It came out December 3rd. Now, it was shot, it was shot straight to number one spot on rankings. On the ranking. Now, Bullet Train was a very fun movie. I enjoyed Bullet Train. If you guys haven't seen Bullet Train, it's um, it's almost a John Wickish. I would say it's like John Wick. There's a little bit of John Wick. There's a little bit of Quentin Tarantino. There's a little bit of Guy Ritchie starring Brad Pitt, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, who I thought was one of the standouts of the movie. He did an amazing job. Of course, you've seen him in Godzilla. He came out in as Quicksilver in Age of Ultron. Uh, also got a, a Oscar nomination for the his horrific portrayal in Nocturnal Animals, which is really good. I really like him as an actor. Of course, came on the movie Kick-Ass and Kick-Ass 2. Amazing actor. Loved his performance. I thought it was great. The fighting. And then you had, uh, of course, appearances by bad actor. I mean, uh, no, no, sorry. Uh, bad Bunny is the thing is the name. Yeah, Bad Bunny coming out in there. And a bunch of different assorted different characters, cameos. I won't really spoil it. There's a really good cameo at the end. Brad Pitt, of course, always amazing. One of the best actors of our generation, hands down. I love anything he's in. So this movie was very punchy, very punch, kick, shoot, kill. All of that, it was cool. The concept of the bullet train, the concept of the storyline was okay. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. Uh, little There was plot holes here and there, but other than that, it wasn't a terrible storyline. I really like that Quentin Tarantino, Guy Ritchie, John Wick fighting style, and the fights were amazing. It was fast-paced. It went by quick. I think I'm going to see this movie again. I saw this movie. Um, I've seen this movie before, before it came out on Netflix. But now that I saw Netflix, um, I don't have Netflix anymore. But I'll find a way to check it out again because I really enjoyed this. It was really fun. It was really engaging. The whole movie was engaging. The fight sequences. Um, I like the music in there. Some of the scenes that came out. Yeah, one of my favorite scenes was when the train is crashing and everything's like flying around in the movie. It's an awesome movie. The music in there is cool. The fight sequences, the choreography is awesome. I love this scene. Great, great scene. A lot of great scenes to pick from. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Brad Pitt was amazing. You can do no wrong. 
that's our litany of topics once again please give us a five-star rating share us around faith reason and geekdom i am roger god love you